Mates, welcome to another instalment of The Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Daslow. Sitting opposite me is my co-host, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Now, this is a special edition. We are coming to you from Los Angeles, California. This sounds American already. This Doesn't sounds it? Sound yeah. American already. Yeah, it sounds like. I don't there's know a, what. There's a timber to our voice that sounds American. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that. What's is there any reason? Would there be any reason for that? You know, when you see a, uh, like a sitcom, an American sitcom on TV, and it just has that haze of Americanness. <laughs> that's, that's what our, our voices sound like now. Yeah, it's good. I feel like it, it, it's that same kind of timber that you used to hear when you'd go on a Qantas flight and you'd hear Barry Bissell doing the, yeah. the take forty been, top hits. We've been Casey Kasem. Yeah. That's what this is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's into it. This is actually also, this is our one year, our first birthday show. This is like the, the one year anniversary of the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, the first of hopefully uh, many episodes that we're going to bring you from America with uh, with uh, some great guests. Uh, our guest today, you he's been on the show before. You will know him from Curb Your Enthusiasm. You'll know him from his own podcast, The Pod F Tomcast. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, gentlemen, thank you. What a thrill this is. I know, right? See, last time you were on our turf in Melbourne, That's and right. now we're on your turf. That's Advantage right. Tompkins. And we are literally on turf. It's a dirt floor. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great. It's a great theme they've got in here. It's like a sports bar radio studio that they've right. got going on. It's very good. You can throw your peanut shells anywhere you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is good. I think we've just gotten over the jet lag in time for this <laughs> to be good because we've just remembered which one of us is Tommy and which one of us is Carl, which is a big help. Yeah, because we go the other way over here. Um, <laughs> right. Because it's it's uh, that's what I've heard. That's oh. what, <laughs> hey, because everyone says that the the thing I understand is that the jet lag hits you harder coming to. Los Angeles from Australia. Yes, that's what someone was saying to me. Is that is that an actual? Is that just a theory? Or is that like? A, is there some basis behind that? I think there's having uh, done that relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it was much worse uh, because we we all met when, uh, when I was at the in, in Melbourne for the festival, mm-hmm. and um, going there, I, I felt like I got on the on Australian time pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. coming back. The first night back, it's like I, I'll take a sleeping pill, I'll take an Ambien just to make sure that I sleep through the night, and then the next day felt great. I'm like, oh, well, I think uh, I think I'm in the clear. Yeah. And then the next the next night fell asleep um, at I think 8 p.m. <laughs> woke up at midnight and then was awake for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. We had a bit of a similar experience because did you leave Melbourne sort of earlyish in the day? Who can say? Oh, okay. Well, because we flew... <laughs> Let me check my flight journal. <laughs> That's not that long ago. I thought yeah. you'd remember. If the sun was up, that was the day in Australia. Sorry, yeah, I, so. sorry I forgot that you'd been to Australia six more times since then. Um, <laughs> we we left Yeah, we left Melbourne early in the day and we got here sort of... We got here sort of before... Now, hold on a second. Yeah. I'm not done making fun of you for this. <laughs> you, Please, you have at me. You just flew days ago. <laughs> this was back in April. Yeah, that's still not that long. Long ago. Yeah, but to remember the time of day, <laughs> asking, I took a flight. I'm not asking down to the minute. I'm asking for like, was it? Well, but it's like early evening. The sun is still Just out. Just picture in your mind the stewardess <laughs> giving you a Coke. Now look behind oh, her. She was wearing out pajamas. She was wearing pajamas. Oh, so yes, there, it there must have go. been nighttime. What was there the first go. thing you add on the plane? Uh, was it an egg? <laughs> <laughs> I remember they delivered a paper to my seat. <laughs> okay. We're looking around the cabin. Could you see bits of logs with a saw cutting oh, wait. through them? I was sitting next to a vampire, so it must have been nighttime. Good. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Um, well, my point being, because, you know, when you come back, when you go from here, uh, from Australia to here, mm. you, you get here with the time difference before you've left 
you yes. know, Australia. So yes. you go back. So we got in to Las Vegas in the morning and uh, we we sort of we did ourselves no favours by then going out and drinking a lot as well, which I feel yeah. sort of didn't help us. Yeah. yeah. This haze of uh, just just Well so as soon as you landed then you started drinking right away? Pretty much. You got we, to the hotel. We drank a bit on the plane. <laughs> well, no, absolutely. First, first of all, you kind of have to, though. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I don't know if we covered this with you last time, uh, Paul, but but Tommy Dassler, that's not his real name. Yeah. Now we have brought this up on the podcast. You know before. what? That was not covered when I was with you guys in the studio, but I subsequently heard it on the podcast. I think ah, you must right. have been on the one episode where it hasn't come up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very sorry for that one episode. I, I wasn't. I think I was jet lagged. What, yeah. what a horrible welcome into the country. So when we got to Vegas, when we went to check in i had booked the uh the planet hollywood and sure. uh i had put in tommy daslow as my uh codependent in the hotel <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah and then they needed id and of course tommy daslow does not exist on his passport mm. so then that took what an hour to get past which was uh awesome for a couple of people that had been flying for 24 hours but straight. i like how i'm being made fun of for this yet you're the one who put a fake name into the booking Reservation. Yeah, but it's not like oh, you. It sounds like oh, you've put a fake name. You've put a, you've made the mistake. No, I put your name. That's your name. But that's you what know you tell that's people. what you choose to be called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't make I up think your name. You having the fake name yeah. trumps uh, yeah. in, in terms uh, of ridiculousness. This is not how I pictured this going <laughs> down. I have at never all. made up an alias. This is your fault. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going on your lies. Well, I mean, let's backtrack 24 hours before <laughs> before this trespass. Uh, Paul, you're you're an avid traveller. Now, for an let's say you're making an international flight. Yes, I, I travel a lot. Uh-huh, I don't know yes, how avid yes. I am about it. <laughs> Before you leave that your house, yes. If it's an international flight, what's the first thing you would make sure that you had with you for an international flight? This is a tough I, one. Have a think. I would say now international flight, yes. not just regular uh-huh, okay flight. International. I think the the one thing I would probably really make sure that I had. <laughs> Would be my passport. Oh. Okay, the very first oh, thing. He's so f- I can pass through ports. See, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this guy sitting opposite me, Kay Chandler, got to the airport to discover just left his passport at home. Mm. Not a big deal. Probably don't need that. Oh no, actually I do. So he, what did you have to do? You had to ch- sort of half check the, in. Yeah, I, I made the discovery, the discovery at the check in thing, and I said, "Oh, look, you probably get this a lot. Uh, I forgot my passport." They said, "We don't get it that much." <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> some refreshing candor. Yeah. <laughs> every every everyone else that's immature enough to forget their passport is traveling with their parents, so yeah, they normally yeah. take care of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I I said that, and they said, "Oh, look, you've got an hour and a half. You've got plenty of time. Don't don't race or anything. Just go home and get your your passport." So, look, this was in peak hour, tra- peak hour traffic, so it took oh. as long as it possibly could to, to get home. Um, oh, and on the way, this was just a nightmare of a day. My girlfriend drove me because I've lost my license. Um, in Australia, I've lost my license, so my Meaning girlfriend. You misplaced it, or it was no, taken no, no, away no, from no, you? No, 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 no. Yeah, another not not another me forgetting a piece of uh, identification. It was forcibly taken away from me. You were forgetting more the uh, the rules of order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what side of the road to drive on? Stuff like that. So that was taken away from me for a, a period of three months. That I'm still within that three months. So my girlfriend kindly drove me to the airport. Now my girlfriend is. Uh, I don't know if you have them over here. She's a really bad. Driver. <laughs> she, she's very bad, and I'm a very bad passenger. So, mm. um, all these things calculated into her having a panic attack on the road. Um, 
So it couldn't have been a worse drive out there. And I'm like going, what the hell is going on? I had to take over. I had to get her to pull over. I'm driving illegally on the road just to get there on time. Get there. Then I've made the mistake of not bringing a passport. So horrible morning so far. <laughs> I race home and drive illegally home again, get the passport, get in a taxi. The, the airport is ringing me on the way well, no, saying... No, I'm sorry. Just, just, uh, does she have to then bring the car back to the airport? Or is she still... You call her. She's, ba- she's on her way back. And you say you have to turn around and... Oh, no, sorry. She came in with me to the airport. Oh, okay. So she's uh, still there. Yeah, so she's still there. So she's she's going she's gonna to give you a classic bon voyage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with the flowers and exactly. stickers to put on your steamer trunk and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then she t- we turn around... She'd given up by the time we got home, so I just got in a taxi. <laughs> given yeah. up on the whole relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, she was in the hands of the medics by then. And <laughs> I drove back, and I was getting calls from the airport going, you know you're going to miss this flight, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty aware. So I tipped the driver another 20, a 20 spot, and he went, and uh, took off, and I got there with five minutes oh. to go. Literally got walked onto the plane by, by Qantas. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're supposed to be there three yeah. hours before yeah. the the flight, not where, five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. Uh, but then, uh, what happened? You you went to check in while I was gone. Oh yeah, I went to check in, and a, a, a friend of ours was travelling, just coincidentally coming over here as well, and happened to be on the same flight. And so I've checked in with her, and then Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> we all know him. Um, she. Uh, so we went to the special. Uh, we checked in, and then we went to the special uh, help desk or whatever it is where you can request a seat and request your seats next to each other. And we said, "Hey, can we get our seats next to each other?" And also, uh, our friend. Uh, Got here. He's left his passport at home. He's coming. He's running. Can we just reserve it like a spare seat next to us for him? Because he's left his passport. And she just cuts us off and goes, "Oh, Mr. Chandler." <laughs> <laughs> but what did you say? And the funny thing was, she wasn't Asian. Uh, yes. Oh. Um, what was the thing that you you did a great you did a great uh, classic piece of you gear as you were being escorted at fast? Oh pace. yeah, yeah. So I got I got walked through the airport. So mm. I, I was there with five minutes to go. They said, "Well, we can't trust you to walk on your own. You didn't even know how to get here with a passport." Did they have so they, little carts? No, no cart. Little no, go- like a golf so just, cart or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that happens in Melbourne airports, does it? No, it's just like a, a naughty boy being let out of the class. It was like her <laughs> grabbing me and walking me. By the ear. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. by the ear. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't so much for speed as it was for shame. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had to wear this cone-like hat as well. I don't know. I don't, don't, that was for speed, I assume. <laughs> that was aerodynamics. Um, so I'm being marched through the airport, uh, longest possible route, I think, and with five minutes to go, and I'm... Like, we're, we're sort of nearly running through it, and it got to one point where I went, are we going to make this or not? Seriously, is this going to be a waste of my time? And she went, no, 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 we'll we'll make it. And I went, oh, okay. Well, can we just stop off to uh, get the missus some duty-free then? And... Uh, <laughs> And she took it very seriously, and I did not take that seriously. That was that was meant to be a joke. But. These are not people you can joke with ever. Yeah. No. Never ever. Yeah. You yeah. cannot joke with people at the airport. Yeah, it's like we take jokes about airport security seriously. We take jokes about duty free for the missus yeah. even more seriously. Yeah. yeah. But it was funny when you got on the plane because well, then you were you well, were was a disappointing. Di- you were disappointed that you'd made it. I was. Uh, yeah, it was disappointing. And what I dreamed, I thought it was going to be like an officer and a gentleman or something, where <laughs> I get to walk onto the plane and he'd given up on me for good and I'd pick him up in my arms and go, we're going to LA, Tommy. But it was more like you hadn't even got on the plane yet and I, I just I really up. did think that was where the story was headed, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried to start a, a slow clap in the departure lounge, but no yeah. one found it quite as interesting was as it, I did. Was there a slow clap in Officer and Gentleman? No, well, I mean, not, not related. I was, on my, I, was, no, I was doing my own. Cinematically in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. Hadn't, we hadn't synced up our, our references yet, sure. so I was, just, I was just thinking, this will be good. Hey, he's made it. He's made it. And everyone's like, who's made it? Who cares? Yeah. We don't care at all. Oh, are we stuck on a flight with you for 15 hours now? That's good. Yeah, so no, but now we're here. We're in. Uh, we're, we've been in Los Angeles since uh, since Saturday afternoon, mm. and uh, having having a great old time, eating a lot. Yeah, question question. How how are you and your people not enormously fat? Like every one of you. Like this is what we're, we've. I think we've packed on five kilos each in about two days. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, from what I from what I heard in the elevator ride up here, <laughs> you've been eating exclusively at fast food restaurants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's right. So, so I think it's that. It's that uh, I've been here long enough to recognize other restaurants oh. <laughs> that I know them by sight now <laughs> so it's not just what well, looks familiar from commercials it's like I know that that building has food in it yeah, yeah I mean we uh, we, we realized we're just looking the- for neon neon <laughs> means food doesn't it <laughs> we realized in the cab on the way here that we've sort of inadvertently been doing our own touring production of Super Size Me without yeah. even really thinking about it it's just yeah there's all these different chains here and we've we've, we've got to try all of them yeah, it does seem a bit odd now that I think about it because we're like, oh, we've got to try this one and this one, but we're, all we're doing is eating identical cheeseburgers each yeah, one we yeah, go to. So yeah, how, yeah. how much different can they be? But then you, you, I've noticed the psychology of you is that you at night you're going, oh man, I feel so shit. I've got to swim some laps or do some sit ups in the morning to feel better. And then as soon as we get up the next morning, it's like, right, so in and out burger for breakfast, straight down there for lunch. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like sleep. Sleep wipes the slate clean for yeah. you. Well, yeah. I have a swim in the morning. I do 50 sit-ups, and that's I've earned myself a you know a quadruple six, pounder. Oh, six Carl's yeah. Juniors. No, you absolutely have burned off all those calories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to try that Carl's Senior. Is that that must be oh, that must be hear? next level? Huh? He's passed on. Oh, oh really? Yeah. You have to, you have to eat your dinner a lot earlier in the afternoon. <laughs> there was a you know sometimes uh, they'll have those a sort of miniature version of a fast food restaurant. It'll be like just a like a, a new thing, a relatively new thing here is. Um, like a KFC will be mashed up with a Taco Bell, and they'll uh, be within oh. the same building, half-size versions of those places, um, and so you can go in and get either thing. Mm. Um, and there was a a sort of miniature Carl's Jr. Um, <laughs> wow, that was that was called Carl's Jr. Junior, which awesome. would be Carl's the Third. <laughs> yeah, that took is. Took issue with it. You had a perfect opportunity to have some fun. Yeah. yeah, and they blew it. Did you? Did you have the uh, the the uh, crushes? Is that a thing here? That KFC thing, or is that I just in know. Australia? What, what is that? A few years ago, KFC in Australia started doing this thing called crushes, where it was like these insane milkshakes, like but with you know like those really intense ones, where it's like a ground up chocolate bar oh, sure. in there as well yes. and that's now like their combo thing like you can get a burger and then this insane I don't know how there must be some kind of challenge if you can have that meal and not that's, vomit everywhere it's really making me sick get your name on the it. wall or something or I remember when McDonald's introduced the McFlurry oh uh, yes oh, yeah. which I thought was a sort of milkshake mm-hmm. and then um, I, 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 I when I got it I was confounded by it because I, I I had a straw and I was trying to like suck <laughs> this thing up. Well, because they give that spoon, they yes. give that spoon straw thing. Yes, with a big hole in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you doing with that? Ho- is that, that that's just what they mix it through, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Well, they know that you can't <laughs> suck that thing up like it's a milkshake. So why don't they give you a heads up? Like, uh, listen, before you embarrass yourself. <laughs> 
Well, maybe that was maybe at the time McDonald's were trying to launch their own candid camera style show. <laughs> so like they've got cameras in all their stores, and then they were hoping that they could bring out a DVD. Look at this idiot trying to drink his little ice cream. They quickly realized that it's not good image for a restaurant to uh, be fooling their customers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Paul, we've been here for four days now, and we're still not famous. What's what are we doing wrong? Hmm. I mean, that is that is strange. <laughs> yeah, is that un- that's uncommon, isn't it? Four days, four four whole days. Oh. It's nearly been. Yeah, it's like exactly four days as of now, as of when we landed here. You know, Kim Kardashian got here a day. Really, she was here a day. Man, that... on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like if if no, I don't want to say that. I was going to say maybe if we eat a lot, then we'll have a booty that's as big as Kim Kardashian. So maybe that'll be the secret. But you can't guarantee that you're going to localize it. Wouldn't it be great if you could, if you could just choose which part of your body you were going to fatten up? (laughs) So you could just like decide that I'm just going to have a massive head. All the fat is just going to go to my skull. What what do you gain from that? You go go home to your girlfriend and your penis is put on. You know, it's it's now... (laughs) It's now two feet long, and it's like, what happened in L.A.? <laughs> a lot of jack-in-the-box. <laughs> but it's just obese? Yeah. yeah. So you have a morbidly obese yeah. penis. A flabby yeah. penis. Yeah. Obese dick. I'm going to get this thing in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Do some sit-ups. Um, <laughs> so you were telling us last time that you, uh, you live near Glen Danzig. Yes. Yeah. Is, that, is that still? Is he still in the neighbourhood? That is true. Yes, he is. Oh, and it's coming up to Halloween as well. He, so. Oh, don't even mention it. <laughs> Already scared. <laughs> yeah, he has this house. It's it's very. Uh, it's in a very unassuming neighbourhood, and um, he's he's like got a place that's right there on the street, you know. But he's got a scary wrought iron gate out in the front, <laughs> and it looks like. And I think this is, you know, obviously purpose purposeful. It looks like a sort of abandoned house, you know, like right. the the blinds in the upstairs window are sort of askew in the same way right. every time. Like, do you don't think that at some point, you know, if you're Glenn Danzig, you would, you know, pull into your driveway and like, oh, I got to straighten out those blinds. <laughs> So I'm this I must make this place look crazy. Yeah, I don't think he's got much more on the, on his plate at the moment no. than just <laughs> yeah. straightening up his blinds. But he also there's also a place next door that I'm convinced he also owns that is just as uh, um, you know decrepit looking and haunted housey as the place next door. So I I am assuming that he must own that as well and he's got like a sort of catacomb between the two mm. um, the holiday so can, house yeah. yeah so he can really <laughs> spread out yeah just when the just when his normal house gets too much for him <laughs> just make a quick escape to next door yeah. oh, it's so much more peaceful down here every once in a while I will see sort of gothy looking people getting a picture taken in front of his house yeah. do it's people sli- trick that, or treat second one house? is the second one's slightly closer to the ocean for some <laughs> exactly <laughs> do people Let's trick go to the beach house yeah. does anyone dare trick or treat Danzig's house? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's a couple I, weeks away. I think if he doesn't give any candy out, they straighten his blinds. <laughs> <Is that>? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's straighten your blinds or treat. <laughs> um, I there's the, the trick or treating in LA neighborhoods is strange, and you can't predict. Um, uh, the first year I lived in a place that was on the street. I, had a, I, had a, I rented was renting a house that was right on the street, and I thought. Oh, finally, I'm going to have trick or treaters, and it'll be so exciting. So I think kids in their little costumes—it's adorable. I really get excited by it. 
And so I got this gigantic bowl of candy. And I was like, I am ready. Not a single kid came. <laughs> not a single kid. And I was so disappointed. And then I started, I, I became fixated on the idea that if one kid came, I was going to give him the entire bowl of candy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, what's his reaction going to be? Like, this kid's going to lose his mind. Like, open that bag up as wide as it'll go. <laughs> You're getting everything. Your friends at school won't even believe this happened. <laughs> it's like a game show where it's like no one wins every week and the jackpot exactly. goes up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good because like I'm gonna be in New York for Halloween. I've never been in America for Halloween. Mm. It's not, it's not really a thing at all in Australia. Like it's sort of, it's become a little bit of a thing lately. It's a like, thing we've seen on TV. Yeah, but yeah. it's starting to happen more and more places, right? I mean, I, I which, to me it just makes sense because it's it's a neat thing. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're a kid. Oh my god, that was so exciting when we were kids. Yeah, I mean, we would try and trick or treat when I was a kid, but <laughs> like just try to force it. Yeah, yeah. well, okay, something now because that's a thing. Like maybe the it's, two. It's, it's not a one way street. You can't dress up and then go to door to door, and then the people go no. Like <laughs> yeah. they've got to have they've got to be aware to have yeah. Yeah, confectionery. Yeah, yeah. Stop. You'd get two out of every five houses would have stuff. And then the others would but either... But stuff like they would have like the bowl of candy or yeah, they would they'd, just they'd, happen to have candy? No, no, they'd have got... Well, that's it. They'd have prepared and then right. the others really? would either not have prepared and you'd just get a, a muesli bar out of the pantry or whatever. Or then you'd get some old guy who's like really angry about the Americanization of Australia. That's a that's a shitty American thing and we're not in America and get off, get out of here. Like one guy <laughs> on my street would... Like it was just... You knew you'd get that reaction from him every year, but it was just worth it or just maybe, to hear him go off. Maybe forcing the Australianism and giving you damper as a, as a thing. That's, that's an alternative. I don't know swagman. what that is. <laughs> Classic America over here. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for it. I don't know what's going to What did what you dress up as when you were trick-or-treating? Well, that's it. We didn't dress up. What? You just go and get. You just go and get food. You just went and ask for. You just go and get food. That's <laughs> yes. not the yeah. way it works so at all. Is, is that what we've been doing at the fast food joints? Have you regarded that as trick or treating as well? <laughs> it's a sort of high end trick or treating where you get to choose the food yeah. you get, small or large. Um, I think you're confusing trick or treating with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just. I mean, yeah, like it was. Yeah, but again, why it didn't wasn't, you dress up? Yeah, like, it wasn't bit. a big enough thing because you're not like if you're not every if every house if most. Most of the houses aren't giving out stuff. You look dumb if you're dressing up for a thing that doesn't. You well, know, well, and you look smart by going to a house and going, "Can I have chocolate?" You'd rather just look like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> look, just going was, up, hey, what do you got in there? In my defence, I was about ten. Okay, I'm not a 35 year old man leaving my passport at home. I'm a 10 year old trying <laughs> to get free lollies. Very cynical 10 year old. Yeah. Very cynical 10 year old. Well, they wouldn't give you any chocolate. Jesus. What were your What were your What did you dress up as when you were a kid? Oh, I remember uh, being a Han Solo. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ah, good. Uh, I remember <laughs> being very impractical costume. I was a uh, a blind man on roller skates. <laughs> this is when I was probably about ten or eleven, and I thought it was because I thought it was hilarious. And so I had like dark glasses, and I had a sign around my neck that read "blind." <laughs> and I had roller skates, but they were old school skates. When you say a sign, do you mean like Miss Universe style, like a sash? <laughs> no, more like <laughs> Mr. Blind. More like almost a mugshot kind of thing. Okay, because you know, oh, right, right. like I think I'd seen that in a in a like an magazine? old cartoon or something. Yeah. yeah, it was like a guy, like a blind guy, <laughs> would be sitting against the wall with a cup, and then he had a sign around his neck that said "blind." Um, which I guess is more for the reader's benefit. <laughs> um, so uh, I, 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 the, the skates that I had were. Um, 
the the kind that was like uh, the wheels attached to a shoe. You know what I mean? It was not like I could take them off mm-hmm. and walk around. <laughs> so there were some houses that had steps, and I and to get up to the door was really <laughs> tricky. Yeah, because uh, I was uh, I was not uh, wearing shoes that were uh, that were um, suitable for yes, such an activity. Yes. So uh, I almost uh, broke my neck about a thousand times. And then you're campaigning all those houses in the neighborhood on the in, in early November to get ramps installed in their houses. Oh, yeah. oh I so I brought so many lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> Be the big uh, costumes this year. You know, I always find that interesting. Just observing that from for Australia, kids or like, for adults, for, well, for kids, like because you know, there's always like whatever the, the big new pop. You know, like when I tell you know, you where, the, the, where the money is. I tell you where the money is. That there'll be about forty different Lady Gaga outfits you can get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. True. So mm-hmm. many different things you can dress up. Is as. she is smart. She will have put out a line, yeah. secretly put out a line of Lady Gaga Halloween costumes. Wouldn't that be great if that's what it's this this whole thing has been about this whole time? Yeah, just every, exactly. every wardrobe yeah. thing is just yeah, pre yeah. pre publicity for the for the Halloween line. Here's how it works. I'm going to wear everything once. Yeah, <laughs> never yeah. wear it again. Yeah, make sure there's lots of pictures, and then we rake it in come Halloween. Maybe at the start she was trick or treating the whole time with those different outfits. <laughs> she she didn't want fans. She wanted confectionery. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny though if um because you know that's I, I understand. That's a bit of a fashion faux pas to be seen on the red carpet or whatever wearing the same thing twice. Yeah. If Lady Gaga did it, that would be even more like, yeah. oh, she's brought out the old meat dress again. Yeah. Oh, God. I wish she would, though, and just try to justify, like, yeah. well, it's perfectly good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why should it's wasteful? Yeah. I, I, I bought 12 chickens to wear on my hair yeah. what, just yeah. to wear them once. Yeah. But months later, and there's like flies buzzing For around sure. it. It's like on The Simpsons when Homer gets that giant sub that takes him like months For, to eat. Yeah. Just grey and bits of it are falling <laughs> off her. <laughs> Which I think ultimately she would be into. She'd be a fan of that look, I reckon. Yeah, that's a different oh. costume. You've got flies on it this time. Yeah, exactly. That's a smart one. Mm. That's a smart one. <laughs> I wear this once, I wait six months, then it's a brand new outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what have been? this is what we've been asking everyone since we got here, and we may have asked you this when you were in- uh, Everyone. Every single clip, <laughs> stopping people on the street. Uh, it, it, it's a bit of a, I guess, cultural cringe kind of thing, but what, like, we're just fascinated just being in LA is like such a big thing, you know, just being like in Hollywood is a, a pretty big thrill for a couple of- Couple of just Aussie blokes trying their luck. Couple what have of, been couple your cowpokes like yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what have been your big uh, your big celebrity sightings since you since you got to LA? Oh, it's it's been a lot. I mean, you do see a lot of people here. Have you guys seen anybody yet? No. All we've seen is Australian celebrities on yeah. the plane on the way over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. The Carlton uh, football team were on our plane <laughs> coming over. The John, whole team. Yeah, that's uh, very dangerous. What if something happens? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Um, we saw John Newcomb, multiple Grand Slam tennis winner. A sports celebrity. Nukes. Yeah. You know Nukes. Sure. <laughs> we all know Nukes. you got a very similar moustache to Nukes. Is that so? Yeah. You don't look unlike him. Is that so? Yeah. I'm sure I'm uh, probably a tennis champion somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that can be one of uh, a new character that you can do in your podcast. Yeah. Do a bit of research on <laughs> Do a bit of research on exactly. Nukes. Exactly. <laughs> and always with a disclaimer, I'm told I sort of look like him. <laughs> you know John Newcomb, the guy that the Dum Dum Club saw in an airport once? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I have to tell the story every single time. <laughs> All right, just a refresher. Uh, the the two most exciting ones I saw were um, one day I was at the, and they were both at the same place at different times. There's a um, an old Hollywood 
uh, hotel called the Beverly Hills Hotel, mm-hmm. which is a you know uh, kind of legendary place and um, used to be a big hangout for the rich and famous and all that. And so every once in a while, I'll go there and have lunch um, just to like enjoy that sort. Because when I was a kid, I loved. Um, uh, you know that sort of old Hollywood stuff, and would read all about it. And just that, it was very glamorous to me. Like the idea that all these famous people knew each other, and they would hang out and mm. like, you know, sing songs together at some fancy <laughs> party or something. You know, like yeah. it would be you know Frank Sinatra's home, and then he would have all these people, the like legendary movie stars, all just hanging out and getting <laughs> drunk together. That <laughs> seemed very uh, 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 sophisticated to me. Um, so uh, I was at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I saw. Um, Clint Eastwood. Oh, wow. That's and a it good was, one. It was crazy. Yeah. It was just seeing him in person was so weird. And he looked like himself and yeah. he was not shorter in person or anything like that. When, but, so when was this? Like, how long ago was this? It was a handful of years ago. Okay, sure. It was a handful of years mm-hmm. ago. I haven't, I have, like, in the last, I haven't seen anybody that exciting recently. Right. Um, but uh, the most, I think the most, and, and it was kind of odd to me. It caught me by surprise. The the, the most exciting one was Sidney Poitier. Oh. I saw him uh, at, the, at in the same place. We were out on the patio. Um, you know, I was having lunch with some friends. And he, uh, somebody, like, the person I was talking to, like, stopped mid-conversation and just went silent. And so I, like, turned around to see what they were looking at. And there was Sidney Poitier walking around. He was, like, shaking hands with people that he knew at a table. And for some reason, <laughs> that was he like... he was, shaking hands with everyone. No, no, no. He was not running for anything. <laughs> <laughs> he, was running, he was running for mayor of lunch. Yeah, kissing a few babies. <laughs> yeah. But he... That was... For whatever reason, that was like seeing somebody out of mythology. Yeah. I guess it's because you never see pictures of him anywhere. No. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it was... Don't and he's t- not really active anymore. And Don't look straight at him. You'll turn to stone yeah <laughs> that's if he looks at you uh, <laughs> oh right sorry two of my favorite movies as a, as a child to serve with love and dirty mm. harry that's mm. awesome there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wish it could have been you Brian. i'm sorry i'm sorry clint is interesting like i was watching uh gran torino not long ago and mm. that's you know because in that his whole character is like you know he's kids coming around and going oh dad you're too old you, you're too old to do anything you're a useless old man and then you like and you go well yeah he is very old but also he's directing this whole film like <laughs> yeah. he's doing it's like so weird where he's sitting there in this thing mm-hmm. and having characters tell him that he you know needs to go to a home yet beyond that he's telling them what <laughs> yeah, to do like it's exactly. such a strange <laughs> setup is that his real voice in that movie he sounds really bad. Like he's gonna. It, he's it was, not well. It sort of seemed like he was doing a bit of a character. Oh, was it for yeah. a change after decades of uh, doing the same thing? Well, it's a bit yeah. of a similar the thing movie. to um to uh, Million Dollar Baby. It's the same kind of deal. I've it's never seen that. Bit movie. of an old old man. Can I spoil it for you? <laughs> Are you ever going to see it? Uh, no. You've had your chance. Yeah. 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 Well, at the end, she um she breaks her neck on a stool in the ring. Uh, her opponent knocks her down and she um, falls and she hits her head on the, the the stool that's, you know, ringside, which I think that's the reason why they're not supposed to be in the ring while the <laughs> yeah, fight is happening. Yeah. Um, why is there a need? What? Yeah, I, th- I don't understand have, why there's furniture in there. Might have been a bit of foul play. Might have been a bit of right, foul play. Right. I can't remember all that well. but Hopefully after that movie came out, the boxing industry lobbied to get them taken out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Probably it, cha- it changed a lot of people's minds. But then the furniture industry probably put their foot down. Exactly. And- you know the uh, the boxing commission's in the pocket of big furniture. <laughs> Uh, but th- then the movie takes this horrible turn where she is on life support 
and she's sort of begging Clint Eastwood to uh, to euthanize her uh, against the wishes of her family. Oh, and, uh, and then he does. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's but the whole rest of the movie is this sort of inspiring story yeah. of this woman who wants to be a boxer, yeah. and then he trains her. And, a, and then all I could think when this happened was, why did that have to happen? <laughs> yeah, I had the same thing. I was watching it on TV a little while ago. I'd never seen it before, and I was you know not doing anything on Friday night. I'm like, oh, this is really good, and was getting really into. It. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is, it. and then that happens. I'm like. Did I sit on the remote and change the channel? Yes, it's, it's just almost instantly. over. Yeah. It's almost yeah. over. Yeah, you go, girl. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that would be funny if you walked out the room before the end and then you come back in. What did I miss? Uh, you know that great boxing movie? I think her head got hit by a chair and then <laughs> someone pulled the plug. It goes, from like, it goes from like, you know, uh, a step it up to one flew over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> within, about, <laughs> within about two minutes. It's bizarre. Um, what about this? Let's. Uh, uh, this happened to us last night, and Paul, I want to get your opinion. Of, you've, you know, you've lived here a little while now. I want to know sure. if this is like a a, a a bit of a standard uh, Los Angeles encounter, or if this is like a weird uh, thing this, to have happen. To I, I bet think. it probably is, is. Yeah, this is, this is what, what I think it is. Mm-hmm, this is what you believe it to be, and uh, yeah. uh, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll take the driver's seat on this one, and Carl, you you chime in as you see fit. Uh, so we went out All last. Right. We went to a show last night. We went and watched comedy at uh, What's Up Tiger Lily. We mm-hmm. went to their fifth anniversary show. It was a good show. It was a very good show. Yeah, it was great. And then uh, we were walking uh, back along Sunset, and we stopped in at the Cat and Fiddle. And if you know that <laughs> establishment, we yes, were, I do. I yep. know it very well. Mm-hmm. That was one of my haunts when I first moved to town. Oh, great! Um, that was a bar that me and my my friends would go to all the time. Right. It's 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 nice. We don't though. go there anymore. Oh, oh well. <laughs> It's not that great a place. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it is funny how it's like trying to be like a bit of a British pub, and oh, yeah. we were saying that the only thing really British about it is that you're in this outside in this courtyard, and there's like these heads, these dismembered heads, just hanging from a tree, like these mannequin heads. Oh, that might be for Halloween. Oh, uh, okay, right. I don't believe that's all the time. Okay, right. <laughs> Although I haven't been there in a while, so maybe that's a new thing. <laughs> it seems like that's the only, like, taken out of context, it didn't, like, uh, there's all trees and stuff and just a couple of human heads hanging down, like skulls hanging down. It's not anything that re- really says Halloween. It's yeah. just, this is a bit of a rotten place. I feel like, and, and this is coming from someone, coming from a country. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So... It's like they don't really keep the place up that well. No, no. Like, oh, look at this. There's like skulls in the trees. Don't use the bathroom. Well, coming from someone who, like, uh, you know, we, like I've said, we don't really get into Halloween that much in Australia. Right. I feel like if you're going to start putting Halloween decorations around, mm-hmm. you at least need a pumpkin somewhere yeah. to you signify should. that One this. Should. You can't yes. just put dead bodies in the corner and go, that's nah, it's for Halloween. Yeah. It's July. How many, the- how, how many times can you use that as an excuse for murder? around LA. <laughs> oh, Halloween. It's April. Yeah, you can never be too early. Um, so, oh, just just quickly, if I may deviate, just back on, we were staying in Please. Planet Hollywood. Yes. Uh, this is something I wanted to mention. Uh, oh, oh, Planet Hollywood, all the rooms have a different movie theme to them. Uh, what was your what was your room's theme, Carl? Uh, mine was, uh, I think, I don't know if it was a movie, it was more of a Roy Rogers theme. Okay. A, can right. I say, for some reason... It surprised me that you had separate rooms. <laughs> I don't know why, but until you said that, I just, for some reason, I guess I assumed you were staying in you, the same room. You pictured room. a bunk, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm. I pictured that you guys had made a bunk. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you'll be, Let's get these beds on top of each other. You'll be, you'll be glad to know that we are sharing a room here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. We're sleeping in a little fort that we've made in the corner of the room. <laughs> Whereabouts are you staying while you're here? On Sunset. Okay. In uh, what neighborhood? In, in Hollywood? Uh, yeah, in Hollywood. All at right. the Saharan. 
the oh, so, that, so that makes the cat and fiddle your local. Mm, pretty yeah. much. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yours was <laughs> when in Rogers. LA, when, in LA, when in LA, we choose to stay. <laughs> At the, the little, Saharan. The little dum-dum club chooses to stay at the Saharan. I like it Saharan and not Sahara in case it infringes <laughs> right. on some form of copyright laws for Sahara. It's a sort of theme. Yeah. yeah. It's got a Saharan theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the theme in my uh, hotel room in Planet Hollywood was the movie Scream. So I had a coffee table in it that had in it in a glass case the knife just so if shit goes down in the middle that I could bust that open and take that out and then right next to my bed literally right next to where my head was was a giant replica of the scream mask sure. just right next to where I was sleeping which waking up as we were saying with jet lag in a haze at 3am was the single most terrifying experience of my whole life not knowing where I am and just seeing in the dark oh, oh god so, did it genuinely startle you? It did. It really did. But, may, oh, hey, maybe it's just Halloween. Maybe it's just a Halloween uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> they, you don't, they don't have that scream room all year round. <laughs> but then they've got... Yeah, it's a battery not included for, uh, <laughs> in April. Yeah. In the bathroom, they had just above the bathtub was a photo of like the young couple in it just before they get murdered. <laughs> so you can sit there with your sweetheart and enjoy a nice jacuzzi while, look, oh, look at them, they're about to get nicked. <laughs> such a weird I don't know there's a certain movie I mean I guess it's a big place so they must be you know certain points there's a lot it's know. a lot of themes that they have to come mm, up with mm. anyway getting back to the uh, and the you cat. can't cheat and just do sequels <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah. there's a Star Wars room there's the Empire Strikes Back room <laughs> <laughs> there's a Phantom Menace room that's just littered with Jar Jar Binks stuff that's everywhere right. that's the James Bond floor <laughs> <laughs> uh, so th- we're at the Cat and Fiddle mm-hmm. uh, our local last night and we're sitting there having a drink with an Australian friend of ours who's in town. In the Paul F. Tompkins room. In the, <laughs> in the suite. Uh, and this uh, girl comes over who had met our friend at the bar and just got talking to us. And, you know, she was a little bit drunk and I was just being I was just being a bit stupid and just saying whatever. And she sort of zeroes in on me and goes, oh, you're a little bitch. I love you. You're so bombastic. You're great. You're so you're such a bombastic little bitch. And I'm like, just okay, that's I guess that's good. So then this this keeps going on and we're just sort of talking a bit of shit to her and then her mum comes out and where where did it go from there? It got weird very quickly they as said, soon as the mum appeared. They said, um oh, this is my mother and she was a very young looking mother for this this girl that was out. The, the girl that was there originally was quite attractive. Her mum comes out who didn't, who was in, sort of had the same body shape mm. as the daughter. So she looked very good and we went, they said, oh, this is the mum. We went, no way, that's not really your mother. You know, it said all the things that you need, you should be saying, you know. <laughs> they're saying, oh, how old are you? Oh, 49. No way, you're not 49. You must be, you know, you must I, have had your kid when you were three years uh, old, you know. <laughs> I wasn't doing it to be flattering. I literally thought it was turning into a scam. Right, <laughs> scam, and and, the, and those heads behind us with like the victims of the scams from the night before. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's a yeah. warning. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So we we just flattered her. You know what you should be doing. Um, and I think she took it a bit too seriously, though. The the, the flattering that we sort of did. Mm. Yeah. So the next thing that happened was she was sitting on Carl's lap. Sure. Uh, really. Really trying it on, really having a crack, like really uh, yep. arm around him, uh, and She's then going for it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the son has turned up as well, and he's just sitting there, just watching his mum. The whole family is sitting there, like these these kids in their twenties and thirties are sitting there watching their mum sit on my knee and hugging me and groping me and kissing me and all this sort of stuff, and just going, "Yeah, that's cool." And then they got to the end of the night and they went, "Anyway, mum, we got to go now," and they were like. 
cool to leave her with sitting on my knee and cracking onto me? What, what sort of children are they? And the mum was the mum was also trying to be kind of like cool and fun and like, oh, I'm so drunk. And then and then starts going, yeah, I've lost my job and yeah, I've got no money. I moved out here and yeah, now I've got no money. And just see that weird thing of trying to t- telling a pretty sad story, mm. but then trying to be really drunk and fun about it at the same time. It's a bit like mm-hmm. just don't bring that up. And this then is- then grabbed me and went to put her tongue down my throat, and I and I did that horrible thing of having to grab her and push her away and go, yeah, it was really great to meet you. Um, <laughs> I was being a good mate by just sitting there taking photos of the whole thing. Yeah, that I was, was enjoying good. that a lot. That was a good effort. Now, how long was she sitting on your lap? Um, about, about half an hour. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a little while. And does your girlfriend listen to the podcast? <laughs> No. <laughs> we'll be making sure that she doesn't hear this one. This famous lost episode of Little Dumb Dumb Club. Uh yeah, that's not a that's not a thing it's not a thing that doesn't happen a lot, but it doesn't happen as much as you would think. Right, okay. No, uh, that is uh that is not a regular thing. <laughs> it's not just LA living. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought you, I, mom. Thought, I thought that happened every night and then during the day you got mugged. <laughs> yeah, broad daylight. Yeah. Our famous broad daylight muggings. Yeah. Well, because the weather's so nice here. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why wait till it cools off at night? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the um the kids uh, leaving her there. It doesn't surprise me, I guess, because where were they going to learn responsibility? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, sure, they, don't, yeah. They, don't, they don't seem to have the best role model. Yeah. Um, there at home, so it's not. I, I, I guess for them, maybe it's like. This is how mom uh, earns a living. This is, you know, this is how bills well, get paid. Yeah, well, the son, I thought the son, I thought, I'm going to get in a fist fight. I'm going to get <laughs> right, into fisticuffs. When this guy cups. sees what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to come in and, and want to fight me, but he was like, oh, good for mom. I think he was too busy trying to crack onto the, the another girl at the table. And yeah, was, yeah. Maybe he was excited you were going to be his new dad. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that but was, that's, that's that did what, come up. That's what she, st- the, the older lady started saying, and they, they all took it on board, and it all became this funny little game, except for the bit where her tongue darted towards my tonsils. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, and at one point, the girl's, um, the girl's uh, boyfriend rocked up, mm-hmm. the girl who we'd started talking to originally. Now, this was just a girl that happened to be there. This was not a friend no, of she your works, friend. She, this is the other weird thing. She worked there, mm-hmm. but it was her night off. And I kind of that's a bit of a weird thing, isn't it, to go to the bar that you work on Oof, your night off? Yeah. Isn't that I think that isn't is that weird. generally seen as like yeah. you don't do it? Yeah. Like it's a bit you know it's a bit weird to you know you mates with all the people that work there and they turn up going yep come on serve me please yeah. bring me stuff. When I had I, I always worked retail jobs mm. before I started doing comedy full time and I would never go into mm. a place where I was working in my off hours. It was just I don't know. You just have enough of that place, you know, yeah. day in and day out. Why would you ever make a special trip? Yeah, and to you go also feel it? weird, like when and you bring work- your mum. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is true. Anytime if I had to do it, I would call up my mother. <laughs> so you please come with me yeah. to this bookstore. So the girl's uh, boyfriend has rocked up at one point, mm-hmm. but I misheard, and I thought it was like her dad. So like the girl that the, the woman that was cracking onto Carl, like her. Ex-husband or something, right? And so I was thinking, man, shit is really going to go down now. Mm. The dad and the son are going to going to go him and trick or treat. <laughs> We're having a real Los Angeles experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they mug me. We didn't have to pay. We didn't have to pay for the tour or anything. We just got it for free. <laughs> what, well, with you being a you know a resident, um, we've only been a couple of here a couple of days. Can you give us some some tips of what we're missing? We don't really know what we're missing out on yet. What, if if you got anything, what's the, what are the what's the staple diet of the LA sort of tour for for tourists like us? 
staple diet of the LA tour. Yeah, is that a what should we do? Like, what's some stuff we should do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. much better. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. Um, Anything that doesn't require a passport would be handy. <laughs> probably won't get in anyway. Well, you don't want to go to that international bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like what's what's strange about Los Angeles is that it's all these. Um, it's it's a number of very different cities that are all loosely connected. So mm. the experience that some people have, I, I remember a friend of mine uh, who lives on the East Coast, um, who's a, a, a TV writer, and he was like, "Yeah, that's I don't know if I could live in L.A. because there was some news story about uh, news story. There was some story about Lindsay Lohan, you know, <laughs> her latest escapades, and." Um, you know, getting in some car accident or something. He was saying, yeah, you know, you have to encounter stuff like that. And I was like, I never see stuff like that. I right. never, ever see stuff like that because I go to the places that I like to go. Um, and they, the, the places that I like to go have nothing to do with that weird, gross sort of disco world. You know, so... <laughs> it's, the disco um, world sounds good. Where's that? Yeah. <laughs> disco world is... <laughs> it's the top floor of the Capitol Records building. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a secret elevator <laughs> that you have to bring your passport. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. oh, well, I'll be fine. I'll you just go on my own. You have to bring five different fast food cheeseburgers <laughs> in order to gain entry. Well, we've got two. No, we've got three. We've got three so far. We need two more. I'll just go to wherever the 50-year-old women hang out while you're up there. <laughs> I would say um, if you want to have like if you want to see some famous people go to the the Chateau Marmont uh, oh. yes. Yeah, have lunch there during the day okay. and you will see some famous people sitting yes. out there in their sunglasses awesome um, and it's weird it's always like weird combinations of famous people who are having lunch <laughs> together and it's like oh I guess they know each other like who <laughs> you know well, I'm glad you asked me for an example. Walter Matthau and Grace Jones? Exactly. <laughs> I, you know what? I met Grace Jones at the Chateau. Oh, Carmine. really? Yes. I have a friend who who lives in New York, and anytime he comes here, he stays at the Chateau, and so he always will, always will have people over uh, to have dinner with him, because why wouldn't you do that? Mm. You know. And so he's treated like a king there, because he's a regular guest. Um, and the, some, you know, it's always some company puts him up, so he never has Jay-Z? to worry about it. <laughs> it is Jay-Z, yes. of course. My my friend Jay Z, <laughs> your uh, mate. That's right. Um, he's actually in the car. Should I call him? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's keeping it running because I couldn't find a meter. Um, so uh, 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 I was there. It was around the time of like the Grammys or something like that. So the we were hanging out in the lobby, and all these music people were you know just running all over the place. It was nuts. And um, my friend was telling me, like, yeah, the other night I met uh, Grace Jones. Uh, she came up, she just out of the blue came up to uh, my table sitting with friends and t- said something like to my friend, like, I have been looking at you and you are magical. <laughs> <laughs> and then they talked for like a while and uh, she like kissed his hands or something like that and then left. And then. <laughs> Like he's telling me that story. Ten minutes later, Grace Jones walks in and says, like throws her arms open to him, and they hugged, and then she met everyone and had like a weird little compliment to give everyone, like you are something that shines in the darkness, you know, like <laughs> things like that. And then she went her way, and she was wearing like this weird mesh hat that had no crown on it, so it was just like this sort of disc that was circling her head. Um, and then your friend turned her into a frog. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, have I told you the story? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of place that that yeah, is. Yeah, great. I think I might go, I was just hearing that story, I might go as Grace Jones for Halloween. That sounds like a, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a great idea. Probably a pretty easy costume mm-hmm. to put together. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, this happened, uh, I'm presuming that this was um, in the can, as they say, before you came down to Australia last time, but it hadn't been on and we didn't know anything about it. You, since we talked to you last, you're, you were in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. which is quite a popular show yes. in Australia. How was, how was that? Because Larry David is like... Would be one of my all-time. I know you're very excited. After you found out mm. that I was in that episode, you seemed sort of upset with me. I, that I did not yes. mention it yes. at the time. <laughs> um, but yes, I got a sort of angry comment on Facebook. Um, that was no, no, sorry. It was my friend putting the trailer for the season on my Facebook wall and putting Tompkins, but spelling your name with an H. And course. then you came out of nowhere and corrected him. Ah! <laughs> Got it. He was like, because he'd seen your comedy festival show, and he was right. like, "Oh, how great is this? He's hanging shit on me." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the I forgot the sequence of events. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a blast. It was it was it was so much fun, and it was there's there's something about um, you know a, a a TV show that's been that's been on the air for a while and it's successful where everybody's super relaxed. Mm. You know what I mean? So nobody's worried, and especially on cable where you don't have to worry about ratings as much. Yeah. Everybody's just having a good time, yeah. and it was one of the best sets I've ever been on. And he was super nice, and it was so much fun to improvise with him. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and we did. We only do a few takes because um, for them, the danger is that it will become too written. You yeah, know? yeah. If you, if you, because you, you don't, you're not making it completely different every take. Like you're adding things and you're you're changing things up, but it's like essentially you're still telling the same story, so you can't. Because you get like inventing. an outline of the scene, like yeah. it's got to start yeah, yeah, here yeah. and end here and whatever. Yeah, happens. like here's yeah. the things that have to happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, we have to get them out the door on on, on this idea. You mm. know, that kind of thing. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was nothing but fun from start to finish. He yeah, he's like my number one that I'd love to bump into because I was saying to Carl uh, yesterday that. You know, you worry that if you meet someone that you kind of really like or whatever, that, oh, what if oh yeah. what if I make a dick of myself and what if it's a bit of an awkward experience? Yeah. But because that's his whole character, I almost feel like that would be better. Like if you had a completely right. shitty interaction with him where he was a bit of a dick or you really embarrassed yourself, like that's that's kind of what you want. Yeah. You know, it's like you want to, you want Don Rickles to hang shit on you. You want... You know, well, you want to be really awkward around you, 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 yeah. you want Grace Jones to call you magical. <laughs> <laughs> it's win-win. It's either, you know, he's super nice and, and uh, friendly, or he's uh, the worst jerk in the world. Yeah, in, a way. in which case, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's validated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, bet, I would bet he probably mixes it up. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice to this one. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Is he, is he in LA or is he in New York? Uh... I don't know where he is right now. Can you what? find out? He might be in the car with Jason. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me call down there. That, that, that couple can never be separated. <laughs> I have, I have an open door policy in my car. Yeah. Anyone is welcome. That was uh, that was the big mistake, you know. Teaming up with Kanye, watch the throne, boring. That's the Jay Z Larry David mashup. That's what we got to get going. If we can, if we can achieve one thing while we're in this town, let it be that. You don't look on board at all, Carl. You don't look on board with that at all. It just seems like the silliest idea, and I, do, I can't make it make it any sillier. I just gave up. <laughs> well, guys, I think that just about brings us to the end of the little dum dum club for another week. Uh, sad, we're sad. getting hungry. It's time to have more hamburgers. <laughs> Mix it up with a chicken sandwich. At yeah, least. well, I had one of them at two a.m. last night just to just as a little treat after watching just, the just for, just for health reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. to cleanse the palate. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like a thank sorbet. You. 
Paul, thank you so much for joining us uh, again. Uh, people can see your uh, people can hear your podcast, uh, the Pod F Tomcast. Yeah, uh, what else? What else you got coming up that you can plug? Coming up, I just recorded a uh, an hour long special for Comedy Central. It was the show that I did in Melbourne, actually. Oh yes, oh, that'll be airing very good not till the spring. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very yeah. much. So if you missed that, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, check it out. I bet I got other stuff, but I can't think of it. You were on. Well, you were on Rove LA, Rove's yes! new show for Foxtel, yes, yes, which yes. I don't have Foxtel at the moment, but knowing what I know about Foxtel, I'm sure they've already replayed that about 800 times <laughs> since you recorded it. So oh, I can't wait. I'll be rich. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, we will see you next time uh, with more special American mates of the show. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Paul, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. See you, mates. I almost jumped in with a see you, mates. Oh, I always want people to. Really? Yes. No one ever does. No one's done it yet.